Good morning. Today is Wednesday, October 12, 2022. For each holiday, we add special lines and phrases to our prayers, and that includes the Birkas Amazon, the benching, the grace after meal that we say after we finish a meal. We add specific lines and phrases and paragraphs for each individual special day on the Jewish calendar. For this holiday, Sukkos, we add something very unique. Now, I mentioned before that a major theme of Sukkos is water. The specific needs of water in different parts of Israel and praying for water for the entire world in the right amount at the right time, and praising God for providing water that sustains all life. And that mundane request is also amplified to extend to the wider theme on Sukkos of redemption. Because, after all, redemption the coming of the Messianic era, the coming of Mashiach, will also be a life-sustaining force for the entire world, not just for the Jewish people. So we see these reverberations of the prayers for water and rituals surrounding water, as well as prayers for redemption and Mashiach. On Sukkos, in the benching, in the grace after meal, Birkatamazon, we add the following line Harachamon hu yakim lanu es sukas David hanophalas. Harachamon, may the compassionate one, meaning refer to God, restore for us the fallen sukkah of David. That is a metaphor for bringing the redemption. The Mashiach, the the Messiah, the Mashiach, will be a descendant of David Amelech, of King David. So we want to reinstitute the Davidic line. And so we say that we hope that God will restore, rebuild the sukkah of David that has fallen. Clearly, the sukkah of David refers to the sovereignty of David, and we want that to be rebuilt. Rabbi Yehuda Amital asks that that is a strange metaphor to use. It is, of course, a paraphrase from the prophet Amos, who says, God promises, Bayom hahu, on that day, Akim es sukas David hanofolis. I, God, will rebuild the sukkah of David that has fallen. So, of course, we all want to know by Yamahu on that day. When is that day? So we say to God, it's enough already. Please bring that day that you promised that you're going to rebuild, lift up the sukkah of David that has fallen. Okay. But choosing this specific image is very strange because, after all, a sukkah is not such a strong, impressive structure. 
if we're looking for an image to represent the entire Jewish people, led by the kingdom of David, and that is meant to include the redemption of the Jewish people and the entire world, perhaps a more stately metaphor could be chosen. Instead of a sukkah, which is kind of weak, and the rain comes in and it gets cold, maybe something like a tower or, a, I don't know, a castle, a, a something stronger. So listen, please, to the answer that is given to this question by the Maharal. The Maharal says, the kingdom of the house of David is called a sukkah. Every kingdom, every other kingdom, is called a house. In fact, every other institution that is powerful is referred to as a house. The Torah refers to base paro, the house of paro, because it was very, very strong for many, many centuries. We refer to base hamikdash, the house of holiness, Beis HaKnesses, the house of gathering, which is the term that we use for a synagogue, Beis HaMedrash, the house of study. We refer to all of these institutions as houses because it's something that is permanent. It's powerful. It has strength to it. And therefore, normally, we would think of a kingdom like David to be referred to as Base David, the house of David, and yet that is not the term that is used. For the kingdom of David, it is Sukkah David, the Sukkah of David. And the difference is as follows. A Sukkah is not a permanent structure. A Sukkah is not a strong structure. So, on one hand, you may look at a sukkah as being weaker than a house. A house, well, <laughs> excuse this image of the three little pigs, <laughs> but a sukkah is weak. It could fall down. A house is strong. There's a foundation. It lasts a long time. And it would seem that a house is much more respectful much more august. And yet, if it falls down, then the fortunes of the two are reversed. Because a sukkah that falls down, it's very easy to put it back up again. If you're in the sukkah and some of the schach falls down, some of the branches come down during Chol Hamoe, the intermediate days, you just lift it up and put it back on top. If the wall starts to wobble a little bit, you just nail it closed. And that's why we refer to the house of David as a sukkah, because when it falls, it can be rebuilt. The collapse of a house is final. A house falls down, that's it. You can build a new house, but that's starting over from scratch. It cannot be easily put back together if it falls down. And that is the reason for choosing this metaphor that characterizes the Jewish people and the kingdom of Israel.
Because though a house is very strong, if it falls, it's gone. A sukkah is very fragile. The wind could blow it right away. And yet if it falls down, it will come back up. It can be repaired easily. Now it's a different kind of strength. A house has one kind of strength of durability. A sukkah has a different kind of strength. The strength of resilience. The strength of recovery. And that is the apt metaphor for the kingdom of David and for the Jewish people as a whole. We find this attribute woven into our daily lives in the way that we follow the lunar calendar. We are, as Jews spiritually, much more attuned to the cycles of the moon than to the rotation of the sun. Why should that be? We celebrate the cycles of the moon in a bracha, a blessing we say, every month when the cycle is renewed. We have a prayer, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, called Kiddush Levana, the sanctification of the new moon. And we say this prayer when we see the moon in its new phase, in its new cycle, and we say as part of that bracha, part of that blessing, V'lalvana Omar, and God said to the moon, Shetishadesh, that it should renew itself, Ateres Tiferes Lamuse Boten, as a crown of beauty for Israel, Shehem Asidin Lishadesh Kamosa, for they, we, Israel, are destined to be renewed just like the cycles of the moon. Just like the moon is renewed, we, the Jewish people, will be renewed. And we are renewed from time to time. If something should happen to the sun, God forbid, it's catastrophic. There is no way that life can survive if something would have happened to the sun. There's no recovery from that. But the moon, if it disappears, it will come back. The moon gets smaller and smaller and to our eye seems as if it disappears and then it grows again and it gets bigger and bigger. And this is the apt metaphor of our Jewish history and it is a pattern in the life of every one of us as individuals. And this lesson, this association with the moon and the association with a sukkah, they're both working in the same way. They don't have permanence, but they do have resilience and rebirth. And this idea should sustain us and strengthen us in whatever we encounter in our lives, whatever challenges we face, both nationally and individually, these associations should strengthen us and sustain us through whatever we face. I heard this story from Rabbi Matisio Solomon. There was a man who survived five years in concentration camps during the Holocaust. 
and he was a religious Jewish man. And while he was incarcerated, imprisoned in the concentration camp, he could not fulfill any mitzvot. He couldn't keep kosher. There was no kosher food available. He couldn't keep Shabbos. He was required to work on Saturdays. He couldn't observe holidays. He couldn't keep any mitzvah at all. There was only one mitzvah that he was able to fulfill. The mitzvah of Kiddush Levana, to sanctify the moon once a month at the beginning of the new cycle. And after the Holocaust, when he survived the Holocaust, and someone said to him, how did you manage? How were you able to be sustained in order to survive five years of that horror? He said, I had only one mitzvah, but that one mitzvah sustained me. The idea that I can say a blessing, that it may look dark now, but God will renew the cycle of the moon. God will rebuild the sukkah of David that has fallen. God will allow me to overcome this horrible, horrible experience and to be able to experience freedom and redemption. I will get through this. We will get through this and be stronger than before. So sitting in our sukkah, and saying this line, Harachamon, who yakim lanu as sukas David hanofolas. We're open and vulnerable to the elements in the sukkah. But the sukkah should give us that sustenance of resilience and rebirth and recovery to be able to overcome whatever we face in life. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, a very happy Chol HaMoed, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.